0: And thanks for joining us here today on TogiNet Radio. You will find me here each and every Monday because I want to help you to realize your potential and learn new and exciting ways to overcome fears and obstacles. And, you know, take your life and company to that million-dollar mindset way of thinking so that you can live the life of your dreams because you know what? You deserve it. And I encourage you to send me your questions. And if you have, you know, things you'd like to hear about on the show, then please just email me at marla at marlatabaca.com. And I will certainly do my very best to accommodate your requests and to answer your questions. And, you know, because sharing information is so important to me, sharing information on life and business success and and all of the things that can help you thrive, survive and really enjoy life and business. I also write for Inc. Magazine. You probably know that by now. And you'll find a new column over there every single week at Inc.com common. This week's article was really fun. I joined forces with Doug and Polly White of Whitestone Partners and they had some fantastic well-articulated insights about how you may be up against the glass ceiling, especially if you're a solopreneur. And your earnings just can't go any higher because, right, we can only trade so many dollars for so many hours. And this article over at Inc.com is really a wonderful step-by-step how to break through. And we're continuing along that vein today. I'm very excited because today's guest is someone I've been waiting weeks to bring on the show. We have with us North America's sole purpose expert and best-selling author, Jennifer For Longmore. And for more than 15 years, and get this, over 20,000 sessions, Jennifer has served clients in permanently shifting the limiting beliefs and patterns that prevent them from being who they really are so they can live their most abundant, aligned, and accelerated soul life journey. And Jennifer is just an expert at really being able to laser in on her client's sole purpose and help them to identify that and gain the the clarity that we all need in order to succeed in life and business. I have the privilege of bringing Jennifer to the show today to reveal the number one secret to burst through your money ceiling in your service-based business so you can have more time more freedom and more happy clients. Now, I think all of us want that, right? More time, more freedom, and more happy clients. So sit back, get ready for the ride, and I want to introduce you to Jennifer Longmore. How are you, Jennifer? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, me too. I've just been very excited about this show because I know that you just have a wealth of wisdom and knowledge to bring to our listeners, and uh, I'm ready to learn a few things, too. So how's that? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> wonderful. So, Jennifer, you know, you've been a solopreneur as well, and I'm sure that like the rest of us, you've probably been in a space where you developed a little bit of that that um, business burnout. Uh, Tell us about what your business looked like and what it looks like today. I would love
1: to share that. So when I first started my business, it really was because I wanted to do this sole purpose stuff and do energy healing and some of that woo-woo stuff, according to certain people. And Mm -hmm. uh, I probably would have, if there was an actual company that was offering what I did, I probably would have just gone and worked for them. But because nobody was doing what I was doing and I felt this strong pull to to get out in the world and serve in that way, I had to create a business. Mm -hmm. And of course, I knew nothing about creating a business and uh, literally just kind of did trial and error for the first year. But uh, being the researcher that I am, I really paid attention to what was working, what wasn't working, uh, where I could leverage, you know, my time or my contacts or things like that. And I actually uh, generated a six-figure healing business within the first 10 months. And that was because I was uh, prepared to do what it takes. And relating to what your show is all about, uh, part of being able to create what we want is being willing to do what it takes and knowing that we want to make a difference and allowing that difference to be the driving factor so that our business isn't about us, even though it is us. But, I mean, you know, we're, we're not um, saying, oh, I can't do that because what if I'm not enough and all the what-ifs that we can come up with and just getting out there and sucking it up and sucking up all the fear and dealing with it and all the nigglies that come up when we're in business and being willing to do what it takes to help more people. And as long as we're in action, it's actually more challenging to be in fear and to be in the procrastination and all the other things that we can get caught up in because we're just too busy doing stuff. So I turned my business into an adventure and decided I was just going to be in the energy of curiosity and wonder all the time. And that really helped me move forward because i had no attachment to outcomes of course i was happy if things you know i I was able to create things that i wanted or i was also open to the and better but um, in staying in that energy i was able to move my business forward very quickly and i also as you mentioned getting to the business burnout uh, i was in a session by session, call me when you need me, um, don't worry about contacting me if you don't need me, kind of business model for um, quite a few years. And it was a weird feeling to, to wake up one day and say, what is this all about? Uh, you know, I got into this business to help people and I'm feeling a little bit torn and I'm feeling guilty because I'm feeling torn because I want to help people, but I don't really like my business right now. So, I had to really uh, have a heart to heart with myself and and look at what I did want, partly because I was so young when I started my business. I thought, "Oh my goodness, if I've to do this for the next fifty years, there's just no mm-hmm. way I'm physically right. going to be able to sustain this." And uh, it, so I I took a look at what was working and who I wanted to work with and I realized my business model was the exact opposite of what I wanted to create for me and why, you know, part of why we go into business, right, is to create our own lifestyle and our own schedule and so on and beat to our own drum. But it was actually a huge, huge, huge disservice to my clients because uh, I was teaching them to only contact me when they needed me, and then I was getting irritated when they were only contacting me when they were in crisis, because when they're in crisis, they were very stuck in their victim story and all these things that are very hard to shift people out of because they were so attached to that. And uh, and I realized, because as human beings, we're just so darn cute, we create all kinds of stories in our head, that they were creating stories like, well, she's not offering me um, other ways to work with her because she doesn't like me, or she's too busy and I don't want to bother her, or whatever thoughts they were having in their head. And so they were really waiting until things were dire, dire need and um, so it was this interesting dance I was doing and really the people that I really enjoyed working with were the people that not only wanted to get themselves out of their own way but to really move forward and create a vibrant life and to be really stepping into that conscious co-creation so I had to create a business model that matched that and that's part of what you and I are going to talk about today is creating packages for people
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, so much of what you say, excuse me, resonates with me as a business coach as well, because it is about teaching your clients how to respond to you and helping them to understand that coaches aren't about crises. They're, you know, we're about growth and moving forward and clarity and vision and all those wonderful things. Sure, we're here in a crisis, but it's important to everyone out there listening to know that, you know, if you are working with a coach that... um, um, you know, stay consistent with it because that's where you'll see your greatest movement and in, in moving forward with your life and business, not just when you're in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And so you were able to reach out to your clients and, and, and redefine uh, your relationship with them and scale your business as well. Tell us about what your next steps were. Well,
1: um, in a nutshell, <laughs> I. Uh, I looked at who I had been serving and what, where they were at, and I identified clients that I really, really enjoyed working with. Like every time they contact me, I thought to myself, well, I wish they would contact me more often because I just really enjoy supporting them. And those were the clients that went on my A-list. And uh, I thought if I could see these folks on my schedule every week or every other week for six months or 12 months, I'd be, you know, so happy. And uh, and I know that they have what it takes to make changes. So I kind of looked at where they were at in their life, and I, and I reached out to them. You know, I had a sense, but I also didn't want to make assumptions, and I reached out to them. And I said, uh, you know, what could I offer you that would really delight you? What do you need right now that I could really help you with? Because a lot of my business, which I didn't mention, kind of evolved with what my clients needed. So, yes, I did sole purpose coaching, and I still do that but eventually I created certification programs because people said, I want you to teach me how to do what you do. And eventually I offered business coaching because people said, I want to create a business like yours. And so everything's kind of evolved with with the requests that people have put out. Mm-hmm. And uh, And they said, well, you know, I've really loved uh, business coaching and, uh, I'm at that place where I'm ready to take these gifts that you've taught me about and my purpose and put it out mm-hmm. in the world. And that was kind of the consistent theme. And they thought, you know, and a lot of them said to me, you know, I've been manifesting this and I've, I've literally put in my manifestation, I want someone just like you, but because you're not offering it, I just kind of put it out there. They were actually wow. so delighted. They felt yeah. so blessed. They had huge gratitude. All of them mm-hmm. sent me personal cards and gifts, which of course I didn't expect, but they were just so <sighs> elated that I was able to give them exactly what they needed because they had a relationship with me. Oh, wow. They Jennifer, I that's I just talking, unheard
0: but- of. We're going to go into break. And when <laughs> we come back, I want to more hear more about this story and we're going to start discussing three quick ways to leverage your time and money. We'll be back with The Million Dollar Mindset in just a moment.
2: ...unlocking the secrets in you... ...to create a happier, more balanced life... ...through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset... ...with Marlon Tabaka... ...and we'll be right back after these. Whether you're four and a half or one hundred... ...you can retrain your brain. Learning Rx, the radio show... ...is on toginet.com... Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time... ...with Martin Kruger. Learning Rx programs are quick... ...they're efficient, they're life-changing... ...and they're permanent... Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning R X can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning R X, the radio show, with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer.
0: And we are here with our guest today, Jennifer Longmore, and if you're ready to break through to the next level of your soul's journey, well, you're in the right place. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, and Jennifer is going to reveal to us three quick ways to leverage your time and make more money. Now, keep in mind during this call that you can get some information that is far more in-depth, and Jennifer later in this segment is going to tell you exactly how you can do that. So welcome back to the show, Jennifer. You know, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. What? Tell me more about being a sole purpose expert. What? What does that mean? That's a good question.
1: (laughs) 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 What does it mean? What is the meaning of life? Why are we? Right,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone at the core of who we all are, we want to know that we matter that we, we want to know we're here for a reason and we want to know uh, that we're making a difference, that our, our life has more substance to it than just kind of going through the motions and putting in time and being on autopilot and going to work 9 to 5 or whatever the case may be. And uh, it dri- you know it drives what most people uh, concern themselves with. And, and whether it's at a young age or whether it's later on in life, people eventually arrive at a place where they're curious to know why they're here. And there's a lot of things that can lead them to that place. It can be a crisis. It can be, you know, failed relationship or things like that. But people eventually get to a place where they want to know why. And uh, I can help them by, you know, tuning in energetically basically to their, their higher wisdom, I guess you could say, to help reflect back to them what they already know, but what their conscious mind isn't able to see yet, but, their higher consciousness knows and help them to understand why they're here, what their gifts and talents are, what their themes are, what they're here to master, what they're here to release, why they chose the parents they did and so on and so on. And then help them move beyond just knowing their purpose to actually living their purpose and that's really a lot of what my business has been about because just knowing our purpose, not unlike having a million dollar idea for a business, it's great, but it's actually only as useful as the implementation of it. So I want to help people move beyond just getting stuck in, okay, what's my purpose and knowing the answer and then getting themselves out of the way to really make it happen.
0: So offering the insights that you do, Jennifer, on a soul purpose journey um, side of it, it it seems like such an innate gift. And yet you say that you've developed a certification program uh, for people to learn how to tap into this wisdom. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't part of my plan. Oh, wow. So so anyone can do it. It's It's not something you have to be psychic to do.
1: Uh, no, I mean, everyone is intuitive. It's just about recognizing how your intuition comes to you. And then from there, you can start to get more and more answers. But it involves, you know, being willing to see the truth about who we are and release all the lies about who we're not. Because we hold on to a lot of big fat lies. (laughs) Like we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we'll never make it, all those kind of lies. And so as long as those are in place, we can't really allow ourselves to see a different reality or really, you know, move forward with that
0: that is so true and and uh, we do we all have those self-sabotaging beliefs and you know when you when you conquer one you know another may just come up right because it's our way of learning through this journey and cleansing ourselves of all these these you know lies that we live and uh, is there any hope though that someday we can actually be free and rid of those limiting beliefs
2: <laughs> that's a good
1: question well the biggest the biggest illusion out there is that those things belong to us they actually don't probably 98 percent of what we believe is a lie and uh, as long as we carry those illusions we keep creating the same reality right so if we if we believe that the world's not a safe place we'll continue to gather evidence to prove our subconscious right if we believe that You know, we can't trust anyone, same thing. And um, any of the beliefs we have really are inherited from our parents, from society, from school, uh, from other spaces and times, or, you know, just different things we've been exposed to. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we can really know that most of what we believe isn't ours, then we're actually free to just be.
2: Because we can spend a whole
1: lifetime focusing on fixing ourselves, and some people actually turn that into their purpose, right? So in the absence of knowing their purpose, they unconsciously turn the fixing of themselves into a full-time job, and that you know just leads people down the rabbit hole. Because there will always be something wrong with you if that's where your mindset's going. If your mindset goes to what's right with me, then magically you continue to see all these great things about yourself that you couldn't have seen otherwise.
0: Oh, that sounds so freeing and so beautiful. I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there really resonating with what you're saying, and we're going to let them know how to contact you later on in the show. And, you know, one of the limiting beliefs or the lies, as you put it, that I see a lot lot of entrepreneurs living, and and I fall into this one myself quite often, unfortunately, is there's just not enough time. There's just not enough time to grow my business, serve my clients, you know, and and solopreneurs fall into this, entrepreneurs, um, quite often. Often, tell us how we can uh, change that belief yeah
1: those people probably don't want to coach with me I love it when people tell me they don't have time because I actually make them go through their whole day with me because as soon as someone tells me they don't have enough time I absolutely know I'm going to find at least 20 hours in their week that's being misspent yes yeah. because when we say we don't have enough time, we're typically um, engaging in busy work and nonproductive work. I really like to focus on efficient and deliberate action rather than just busy work. Busy work is checking emails a gazillion times a day, tweaking the website to be just perfect, answering a bunch of phone calls that aren't needed, hopping on the phone with colleagues. As long as you feel you're busy, you give yourself the illusion that you're, you know, you're working hard in your business. And uh, so some people just don't, you know, nobody ever taught them how to have solid time management skills. So sometimes it's really just they don't know how to block off their time and focus and so on. But a lot of times we hide, right? We're afraid. Mm-hmm. Visibility is a big part of being a business owner. And when people have visibility issues and when people have money story issues, they, they hold themselves back from going out there. Because and hide under the security blanket of I don't have enough time, because um, it's really a, a deeper issue. There's always a question behind the question. It's the same as when people tell me they don't have enough money. I already know that there's there's way more going on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our it's our way of uh, avoiding either success or failure. One of the yeah. <laughs> one of the
1: and, others. And it, to be in alignment with the million dollar mindset, would you ever hear a millionaire say they don't have enough time? Mm-mm. You yeah. will never ever hear a millionaire say that because they've learned how to be efficient with their time. they've learned uh, what to delegate and they've learned how to be the CEO in their company. Anyone that's truly the CEO of their company and being the visionary will never ever say they don't have enough time because they'll find a way to get more time.
0: Right And delegation is one of the one of the true keys. And uh, often the kickback that I receive is, well, nobody does it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, it's, and, you know, a lot of us are stuck in the lone wolf syndrome. I used to be there, which is also why I was burning out of my business because. I uh, didn't want to bother other people. I didn't know if I could train other people. Like, I didn't know if they'd actually get what I do and be able to be a good representative of me, be an extension of me to my clients. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if they could do a good of, as good of a job as me. I didn't know if I could afford it. You know, I had all these stories going on. And in fact, when I brought in support and I delegated, that's when my um, income quadrupled. Wow. Because I was willing wow. to be supported. Part of being an entrepreneur is recognizing, you know, it's staying in your brilliance. Any millionaire and any billionaire is staying in their brilliance, and then they're delegating the rest, and that's why they're able to create what they want. Mm.
0: So delegation is, is one of the definite three ways to leverage your time and make more money. What are the other important parts?
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't say if you're in startup to delegate. Although, you know, you will need to hire someone. You'll need to subcontract someone. But if you're in a growth phase or in an expansion phase in your business, absolutely you need to delegate in order to make more money. Uh, there's, I mean, there's only three ways to make money in a business, and that is to attract more clients, to raise your rates, or to sell to your existing clients. And the most cost-effective way is to sell to your existing clients, not unlike what I mentioned with offering packages to people. And I not only offered packages to people, but I offered group programs, I offered products, I offered um, like membership programs, I offered in person classes. But I, you know, if people like to buy from you, they want to keep having different ways to buy from you. And it's far less less expensive to sell to your existing clients, but it's also just um, creating longer-term relationships. So if it's your business vision to have long-term relationships, and in my case it is, I'm a service-based business. But really, I, sh- I would hope that this would be any company's mandate, <laughs> would be to mm-hmm. have um, long-term relationships. Then it's about figuring out what your clients need and continuing to sell from people that enjoy buying from you and have a relationship with you and love what you offer them. Yeah. and and then lining up your policies and your systems to support that So if you want long-term relationships, but you make it really hard for people to pay you because they have to jump through gazillion hoops or they have to talk to this person or go through that system or fill out this extra form or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? All the little things, but it's about making it easy. There's a time and a place to raise your rates. Um, That's usually, well, there's a few different ways. When you're getting busier, obviously you have to, you know, figure out a way to kind of – Pre-qualify people. Your price will always pre-qualify people. And um, additionally, if you're wanting to position yourself a certain way in the market, then you want to look at raising your rates to match. Let's say if you're now a best-selling author, or you know you've got your own TV show now, or whatever the case may be, right? <laughs> and then client attraction, of course, needs to always be a part of your business. But um, you know, it needs to be it needs to be mindful and targeted to who your ideal clients are now. And um, it's, it's always good to stay on top of who your ideal clients are because that's going to change when you change. Yeah, you know, who my clients are now are different than when I first started. When I first started my business, I was just so happy to get <laughs> to out get
0: there. To get
1: a client, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just a... make my phone ring. <laughs>
0: Jennifer, I can't believe it, but we're already going into another break, which takes us into the second half of our show. And we will be back here with Jennifer Longmore in just two minutes. as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure.
2: I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones.
0: And I'd just like to remind you that Inc. is waiting for you. Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. Or you can just go to Inc.com and uh, search on my name, Marla Tabaka. Uh, The article that is up there today, this week, and will continue to be up there. You can reach all of the archived articles through that URL. Um, Really segues nicely into this show. So... If you're here today, you'll also enjoy listening to that. We're here with best-selling author Jennifer Longmore. And Jennifer, this has just been such a fun show. It's going so fast, I can't even <laughs> believe it. My goodness. And we're talking about, you know, three ways to actually make more money, have more time, and, and stay within your authentic self and and, and not cross those boundaries of, of marketing that doesn't feel good to us. And I think that's important. One of the things that you mentioned is um, raising rates. And I know that when we talk about raising our rates, many people come up with a lot of the self-sabotaging stories or the the money stories uh, that we were talking about earlier in the show. What kind of belief systems have you encountered when you're suggesting to your clients that they raise the rates? And and how do you help them uh, move (laughs) around that? (laughs) How much time do we have, Marla? <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Those the tough ones. <laughs> well, you know, it's, a, it's really a great topic because the truth is, is that, you know, some of us have a healthy mi- uh, money mindset. And if we really charge what we were worth, we would be charging billions of dollars an hour. Right. So we don't want to be flippant about it. We have to look at a lot of different variables uh, and figure out where we want to position ourselves in the market. When I first started my business, I decided I wanted to position myself a little higher than my competition, even though I was new to business, because I knew the optics of what that would look like. And it worked really well for me because people thought, wow, if she's charging that, she must be really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. And I am, <laughs> and I was, um, only because I had tons of life experience. I was a forensic investigator for many years. I really understood human behavior. I've been an intuitive my whole life. I've done energy work for what feels like a gazillion years. So I already was bringing a lot to the table. I actually felt very comfortable owning those rates. Um, and and it served me well. You know, if you're a dollar store or you're like a bargain basement store and positioning yourself. Um, you know, in the higher end of the market as far as, like, uh, bathroom towels go, well, then that's going to be hard, right? You position yourself lower because you're trying to fill that gap within the marketplace. But if you're a service-based business and uh, – and you're wanting to position yourself in a certain way, then you need to price yourself accordingly. But the key is you have to own it. You have to really own the rate. So a lot of people will want to charge a lot of money, but they they put out an energy that says, but I don't think I'm worth it. Or they pre-qualified or they hide or they do different things energetically um, and unconsciously because they're too afraid to let people know what they charge. So you have to sing it loud and proud, basically. Yeah. And uh, when you're first starting your business, it's fine to do that, but also know that your price, the higher your price is, the more you're going to limit the volume. And so if your goal is to have volume, then you want to position yourself a little bit lower than what you'd ideally like to to bring in more people, and then you can start, start to raise your rates. I'm not saying that's the case for everyone. I'm just kind of throwing out some generic things. But when you do eventually get to that place where you're ready to raise your rates, and we all get to that place, uh, you have to challenge the big, fat lies. Yeah. Because nobody gets to decide what you're charging. Only you can charge what you feel you're worth. But I will share, and Marla, I'm sure you've had this experience, and for those of you that are listening, you probably have this too. I remember reading a book a few years ago, and this author was amazing. Like, when you have a lot of ahas from a book, that's a good sign, right? Yeah,
0: sure So is. I
1: thought, oh, I'm going to see if this person works privately with people. And uh, I'd love to, you know, have a session with this person or a series of sessions because I just think what what their message is is fantastic. And uh, sure enough, they were, and they were charging $75 an hour. Ugh. <laughs> And I couldn't hire them. It
0: felt like a lot, huh? No,
1: it felt like nothing. I was oh. I was very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. Oh, I get
0: ya, okay.
1: Because oh. I was at a place where I was used to paying a certain amount for consultations.
2: Gotcha. And so
1: their price wasn't reflective of this best selling author that had created so many ahas for me. Because here's the thing about pricing, and I want everyone to remember this, especially as a service based business. Mm-hmm. Your price isn't about you, it's about providing people an opportunity to invest in themselves and invest in what's possible for themselves through you. Yes. And so that That's person it. wasn't charging me enough to have the transformation I was looking for. Now, they could have been the greatest thing since sliced bread, but because the price was so low, I thought, oh, I'm not going to get any value. And I also made a whole bunch of assumptions about this person. Whether they're right Mm -hmm. or wrong, it's still natural for us to make assumptions. So I assumed that maybe they had low self-esteem or maybe they didn't really know what they were talking about. Maybe their book was ghostwritten. Like, you know, who knows what was going on. -hmm. All I knew is that I needed to pay a certain amount for my own transformation. And I can share with you that I will will not pay less than five hundred dollars an hour for a business coach for me or any kind of transformational coach because that's the that's the point, right? That's the Mm -hmm. that point, that sweet spot where I'm comfortable enough, but I'm still a little bit, ooh, right? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, you're going to work it
0: if you're paying $500 an hour, right?
1: If I'm actually paying attention, then I'm going to show up. And that's the whole key is the price needs to make us show up to really get what we need to get out of something. Yeah. And whether I choose to turn my possibilities into reality is up to me. It's not about my coach. My my coach can help me have insights, but it it still boils down to me. So one of the biggest mistakes we make when we're pricing is we make it about us. Mm -hmm. Sure, there's certain factors we want to take into account. Like I have certain qualifications. I have certain life experience. I have, you know, just certain things that, that make it easy for me to own the price. You know, because I'm not worried about people challenging whether I'm qualified or not. But that being said, I still recognize that when people say to me, I don't have the money, or people that just write me a check blankly, because those people make me nervous too, as long as people aren't willing to recognize the value in what they're going to receive and they're not willing to invest in themselves or really show up, and by showing up I mean really being fully present mentally and emotionally and spiritually, um, then they're not going to get what they need. And I've seen both angles of that, right? I've seen people that just they just don't have what it takes. All they can do is invest in their possibility, and that's the transformation they're going to have. Mm-hmm. And other people um, have written me checks to pay in full for very high-end programs, and they don't even show up for all their sessions, and they end up backing out, you know, three-quarters of the way in because it's just too much for them. They've received everything they could possibly receive right, at the moment that they made the, the monetary exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does just, that
0: make sense? <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely does. I've experienced that myself. So, Jennifer, at the top of this um, segment, I mentioned to our audience that they can get far more information from you, and that you have set up a system. <laughs> since we're talking about systems here today, um, where they can do it. Do that. Tell us about uh, your next upcoming event and how we can learn more about that. Uh. I would love to. So I have an event
1: called PackageYourPurposeEvent.com. It's www.PackageYourPurposeEvent.com, and that's where I'm going to literally walk you through over two days. It's a two-day intensive of how to put together your packages, how to price them, how to market them, how to fill them in a really classy way. So one of the things we didn't share... Marla, is that when I first approached these A-list clients, so to speak, and I don't mean A-list as in celebrity, but just people that I was just so excited to work with, I simply extended an invitation to them, and that's how I filled my first program. So I have tons of templates, I have tons of strategies, and different ways to look at how to do this, and I've also broken it up into what phase you are in your business and what business model you want to have, so that you're getting actual business guidance. I'm not just going to be all foofy and woo-woo about sole purpose. I want to get down to the nitty-gritty so that you work on your business while you're there, have access to me, and you leave with a plan that you can implement right away when you go home. And um, I also have a free call that I'm opening up the lines for Q&A if people have questions about it, too. It's um, I'm going to be focusing on how to create a conscious business. And that's on May 30th. So people go to my website, which is www.souljourneys.ca, and they'll see under events that I have this free call on um, how to create your conscious business. I can't remember the exact title, but it's something flashy. (laughs) Uh uh, (laughs) That's an opportunity to kind of go a little deeper with me to learn about more about who I am and know what my business perspectives are and that kind of thing and get some really juicy content to implement
0: so, so that's very exciting. You have the free call coming up, and I know that your calls are just information packed. There, there's just a lot of stuff going on on those calls. So, even just the free call is is so worth it. But um, packageyourpurposeevent.com is where our listeners can learn more about the actual event as well. And it just, um, I checked it out earlier, Jennifer. It just looks phenomenal, especially for. It looks like it's it's really targeting and correct. Well, let me not say correct me let me just ask you who is who will benefit the most from this event who is it really targeted toward
1: well it's targeted towards service-based entrepreneurs
0: and they
1: definitely want to be in a place where they're either really serious about getting going with their business they can be in startup and i'm going to give strategies to people in all different stages of business um and so everyone's going to get something out of it but you definitely want to be more of a a heart-centered entrepreneur mm-hmm. and really looking at how to create a lifestyle-based business around your purpose and your passion and have a real desire to make a difference on the planet. Those are the people that are going to be a really great fit for this program.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that term, too. I use it often, heart-centered entrepreneur. Jennifer, we're going to go into our final break for this show. And uh, I'm just having so much fun and chatting with you. And I really appreciate your being here. And uh, I want to just remind everybody of that website, PackageYourPurposeEvent.com. Make sure to visit that. And make sure to hop on over to ink.com and Google and search on my name, Marla Tabaka, for more articles that will hopefully help you through this fabulous journey and into the next part of your journey and we'll be back in just a minute
2: Unlocking the Secrets in You to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's The Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on DougieNet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past
0: And we are already in the final segment of the Million Dollar Mindset on this fine day. It's so hard to believe I'm having a good time and I hope that you're learning a lot from our fabulous guest, Jennifer Longmore. And we're going to move into another question I have, Jennifer, because, you know, we're talking about all the all the self-sabotaging beliefs and the lies that we learn about ourselves and spend the rest of our life trying to unlearn. And uh, it takes me to marketing, you know, because that's another big block that a lot of people encounter. I don't, in fact, I just spoke to a woman this morning who was saying, well, you know, I'm an XYZ, you know, I'm not a marketer. I don't know how to market. What are some suggestions that you have for uh, small business owners in getting their marketing thoughts organized, understanding the direction and actually implementing some sort of a marketing plan? Because many don't.
1: Uh huh. I love that. And uh, the first thing is is that we have to clear all the misidentified and misapplied understandings of what marketing is and what marketing isn't. Because as long as we have a negative association with marketing, why would we want to do it? Right. And marketing and money story are so closely related because the less we're willing to market, the less money that's going to be coming into our business. And so whether we look at how to, you know, get more marketing out there, whether we look at what's blocking um, the willingness to let more money in, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a ripple effect because it, it's just so closely related. So when people get that marketing is really of high service, basically marketing is just us saying, hey, hello there, I'm uh, <laughs> here, I have this thing. Of this program, and uh, it's going to be really helpful for you if you're going through this right now, if you want to stop doing this or if you want to create more of this. So, if you're ready to stop doing that or create more of this, why don't you just contact me here? That's basically Mm -hmm. what marketing is, right? It's letting people know how we can either get them out of their pain or help them create more of what they do want, whether it's more money, more peace, more whatever, right? Depends on what angle people are kind of coming at it from. And then we want to um, create a plan around that. If we don't have a marketing plan, we're not going to make money because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that just kind of cast a big net and they don't track really what works and what doesn't, and uh, then they give up on it because they're like, oh, well, my marketing's not working, so why bother because it's not bringing clients in anyways. Well, you know, marketing is, like I said, it's letting people know how you can help them. The easiest way is, especially in a service-based business, to um, have your marketing become effective is to have relationship-based marketing. So that is going out and doing free talks or doing radio shows or hosting teleseminars, going to networking events. These are all things that you can build into your marketing calendar or your marketing plan, I should say, about how you're gonna reach your ideal clients, where do they hang out. And uh, in a service-based business, most people are gonna come to us because there's a relationship there, either because they've met us or someone that they know has met us and said, you should go and work with Jennifer, or you should go and work with Marla, where mm-hmm. they've had a chance to hang out with us. Or a colleague has said, hey, I know this woman named Jennifer. Um, she's a trusted colleague. You should go and see her. But the know, like, and trust factor is always going to help people buy. So the more they know us, like, as, trust us, the more likely they're going to buy from us. And when that's present, they're going to continue to buy from us because why wouldn't we, right? We want to stay with right. people we like. Right. And so we want to be really strategic about what our plan is. We need to be marketing on a regular basis. On We need to have daily plans. We need to have weekly, biweekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual marketing plans. And if those aren't in place and those aren't consistent, then that's going to show up in our money roller coaster. I see it all the time. As soon as people tell me they're not generating the income that they want, I know they're not marketing or they're not marketing enough. Mm-hmm. And then, when we're marketing um and then we get clear on what we're offering, which is our marketing calendar, we literally block off twelve months in advance what we want to offer. then we figure out how you know first of all, we can see where the money's coming from <laughs> you know yeah. we, should, we we should never be surprised when we get to the end of any month whether we've met our income goals or not because we should already know- we should have already planned what we're offering to um uh, to mitigate that. And then once we know what our marketing calendar is, let's say, you know, this month you're offering some new business program, then that also dictates all of your communication. So your e and articles should be about whatever the topic is that you're covering, your blog posts, your social media posts should be asking those kind of questions and posting those kind of thoughts and, and interesting information to keep people's focus on what it is that you want them to participate in. Mm. You make it
0: sound so amazingly easy, Jennifer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it really, you know, we have to, once uh, people can really understand the marketing plan and the marketing calendar, it is easy because then everything gets systematized from there and everything goes on autopilot. And people, especially service-based business owners, we tend to want freedom, right? We tend to be very creative, free spirits, and we don't like systems. But the reality is, is that systems give us more freedom, And the marketing calendar and the marketing plan will give you freedom because uh, it allows you to generate income. It allows people to know about you. We're actually in business. We are marketers, right? That's what we are. We are not in business with our service because nobody can benefit from our service if they don't know about us. So we're marketers first, and then we are, you know, whatever the services that we're providing thereafter, So the sooner we can become comfortable with marketing, the more successful we're going to be and the more we're going to be able to do what we love because we're keeping people coming into the funnel, basically, so that we can serve them. And then we can delegate all that other stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And and one of the things that I recommend to my clients is because this is what works for me is that they actually go stay in a hotel for one or two nights, and it can be you know ten miles away. It doesn't have to be in another part of the country, and just dedicate those two full days of your alone time to creating this plan. And to do that, you know, I usually say twice a year if you can, and uh, and just knock it out. How how do you you um, encourage your clients to just get this done? Because I hear awfully a lot, well, I just don't have the time.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to joke around and say, but I don't have the money to the hotel room. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Right. That
1: too. <laughs> Why would I go to a hotel room 10 miles away? I can't afford it.
0: God. <sighs> Budget. Yeah. Bot.
1: Well, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's setting it working on our business just as we want to carve away or carve out time in our calendar to work with clients we need to carve out time to work on our business and it really doesn't take much time it's only a few hours to literally cultivate a plan for the full year doesn't mean that plan's set in stone things are going to change but at least if you have a foundation and you have a formula it's actually so much easier to breathe for the rest of the year because everything that dictates everything else that you do
0: right right And you just. And
1: also, actually, the easiest way to develop a marketing um, calendar is to decide what you want to make it in that year. If you want to make a million dollars, then what do you need to offer? And how many people do you, you know, if you're going to be doing it through private coaching, how many private coaching clients do you need? If you're going to be offering group programs, how many people need to be in each program at what price point? in order to generate that income and then when are you going to offer that throughout the year and then how are you going to backtrack your marketing um, plan to fill those programs. Mm-hmm. But the money will always dictate your marketing calendar and that makes it super easy because then you can see exactly what you need to do and then the the real question is am I prepared to do what it takes to generate that income.
0: Yeah, working backwards as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. And that requires all the things. And, you know, you were talking about my free call before. And um, yes, I do give away a lot of content. But the other thing is from being a millionaire, having a millionaire mindset is that um, reading people's automated posts on Facebook and attending a whole bunch of free calls is not going to get people to seven figures. Right. It's knowing yeah. your numbers. It's having a marketing plan. It's staying on top of your mindset. It's figuring out how to leverage your time. You definitely, if you want to get to seven figures, have to learn how to delegate. And, uh, you know, I'm at a place now where I just, I'm super excited to get things off my plate. And it's oh, actually yeah. a requirement of my team to let me know how what else they can take off my plate. Every week they have to send me a recommendation about what else they can take off my plate. <sighs>
0: I love that. You've, you've uh, kind of tipped the scales there a little bit by uh, reversing them, rather by by putting that onus it's on their them job. to tell you. Yeah.
1: I love it. It's not that, my job Jennifer. to tell them what they need to do. It's their job to tell me what else they can take off my plate. Oh,
0: well, I'll tell you what. That's that's one of the golden nuggets I'm taking from this. Year. <laughs> Yeah, they have to send me two things I do. every I'll week, aside no, from other things. How, how can, you point? know, where you can, can we tighten up me. our money? I love that. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. So, so really developing that marketing plan by first knowing what you want, going after it, what do I need to offer? And then breaking that down into a quarterly calendar, right? And just sticking to the plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do make it sound easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my work here is done.
0: I love it. So, Jennifer, we've just got about two minutes left in the show here, and it's just been such a delight, as I've said, to have you here. What kind of nuggets would you like to leave our audience with and remind us where we can find you and more about that fantastic call and uh, wonderful event that you're offering?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think you pretty much summarized it there, what we need to do. Uh, But starting with our numbers is always a great place and uh, always staying on top of our mindset for sure and uh, looking for ways to to leverage your time and and listening to this again and again (laughs) to keep taking away the nuggets and then uh, continuing to follow me I, i give away a lot of content for sure on my free calls so the next one's on May 30th, and uh, that's at 7 o'clock Eastern. It's being recorded in case you can't make it live. You still need to register. So you can find out about that at souljourneys.ca. And then my awesome event next month, packageyourpurposeevent.com, is uh, another way to really uh, you know, go deeper and learn how to make more money and have fun and be of service to yourself, your business, and your clients
0: well thank you so much jennifer for all that you do for everyone out there who's experienced your work and and for all of the people that you touch in places like this podcast we certainly appreciate you and your wisdom and your 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 gift and uh, i'll be looking forward to speaking with you again really soon
1: (laughs) wonderful thank you so much for having me it's been so much fun
0: Oh, Thanks, Jennifer. We'll talk soon. And I'd like to remind everyone who's listening that uh, next week is our wonderful Memorial Day holiday in the U.S. So we will not be broadcasting, but we will be. We will be broadcasting. You'll find an encore uh, here at uh, the Million Dollar Mindset. And so you'll hear me back live in two weeks. And I'm looking forward to being with all of you. Have a very, very safe and wonderful week.